everybody, Eric Dillman here, and welcome back to another episode of the Pro Series Podcast. This is episode 40 with Lauren Plant. Lauren is a mindset and performance coach down in Florida. She helps real estate agents from all over get rid of mental roadblocks to help them succeed in their business. We talk about that. We talk about some roadblocks that she has helped other people with. And she, we also talk about mental health with social media in the real estate and designer world. But before we start the episode, please make sure you like, subscribe, and review this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And now I hope you enjoy episode 40 with Lauren Plant. Awesome. Thank you, Lauren, so much for joining me today at the Pro Series podcast. I'm very, very excited to talk to you about your professional career um, yeah. and your past. Yeah. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. You know what? I came across your account a while ago, um, mainly because you were in the real estate mark in the real estate field, but you're also a mindset coach, which I think mm-hmm. I always talk about on here that real estate and design is so close in the way that how we sell and really it all deals with homes, residential homes. So I felt like getting your expertise on the mindset from the real estate perspective could also go, go into the interior design world and architectural world and just people in general being entrepreneurs. So I'm excited to see what you have to talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy that you mentioned that because it's super unique to work, talk about like the mental and emotional side of the business because we're so used to it being so, I guess, performance-based. So this should be fun. Absolutely. So let's start from the beginning. Was this always something growing up that you wanted to go into real estate or into being a mindset um, performance coach? No, no. No. Okay. So crazy how my life kind of unfolded. Um, Like many, you know, I went to college and I was like, okay, what am I supposed to do? right? I didn't even focus on what is it that I want. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? My mom's a nurse and she says, go into the health field. I'm going to go into the health field. And I started going to school for communication disorders and really got excited about like neuro and psych. So I got into neuro and psych post-college and I started working with kids with like psychological disabilities, neurology kind of disabilities and stuff like that. And that was cool. And then I moved to New York city And I was like, I want a little bit more. And I was searching for an apartment and I met this real estate agent. I was like, this seems awesome. I was like, he loves his life. He's not stuck at a nine to five. Like he could do whatever he wants. I was like, I want to do that. And so I went into real estate and I kind of combined the two. I became really successful in real estate. I think because of my psych background and my ability to like adapt to humans and things like that. And I was like, huh, okay, I can do this. And then from there... I started training other agents and I formed a team and I was like, okay, I'm really focusing on this like mental and emotional aspect of it all, because that seems to be the core of it. And as I grew as a real estate agent, I purchased properties and I set myself up to do something because I was like, I want to take this further. And I had no idea it was going to happen, but it just perspired into, I started coaching agents when I was a real estate agent. And then I was like, let's keep going. And as scared as I was, here I am, mindset and performance coach for real estate agents and entrepreneurs. And honestly, I love it. I really took all of my experiences and put it all into one. And here I am. Yeah. I mean, that. wow, that's crazy. Because, I mean, you never expect 
when when you started out, I thought you were going to be like some type of you're thinking about being a doctor or something. But that taking that yeah. at, like it goes together so well. I know I feel like people you could train so much on sales. You know, there's so many sales trainings yeah. out there. And I think we've all sat through numerous classes of that. Um, right. But it all comes down to your like your mindset and how you are feeling. Um, mental health obviously is a huge deal and the world right now and a lot of people are talking more and more about it um but you never really talk about it in the professional sense you're really just talking about in the perf- um like a personal sense so right. i mean that's really really cool that you um got into that path of real estate yeah yeah it's super cool and you mentioned a good point you know it is true like people only focus on it in their personal life but your personal life leads into your career yeah. And everything comes full circle. It's it's a very holistic experience. So people forgot about that part of it. And at this point in time, you know, you can Google or you can YouTube anything you want to learn or anything you need to know. But the one thing that you can't is how to kind of figure out how what what's going on in here and what's going on yeah. up here and how to manage all of that. And that's why I mean, you hear people talk about it all the time. Your mindset is what makes you successful. Yeah. And I feel like as a real estate agent or as a designer, I've always said I'm kind of like a marriage counselor um, because, you know, you're (laughs) dealing with clients that have their own issues, but you need to direct them into a path to help them. And Mm -hmm. I think um, a lot of real estate agents say say the same thing because, you know, you're trying to help them find a home and you're trying Mm -hmm. to meet in the middle for both of them and also be there for both and not hurt one or the other. Um, So I thought that was funny when you said, the mindset part of real estate really interests you. And that's the first thing that came to my mind with selling and interior design. Yeah. Yeah. People forget, you know, we're, we're humans. We're very complex beings. And one of the main aspects of this business is connection, but you can't connect with anybody. If you can't, if you don't have any connection with yourself, if you don't have any connection with your mind and have that mental health and that spiritual kind of well-being. And so I think that's what makes it really come full circle. Yeah. Are you working with um, your clients as well in a personal aspect or is it just business side of mindset? So what I do is I call it a holistic program. So we do work both on personal life and career life and how one flows into the next. I do one-on-one coaching. Uh, particularly I'm really passionate about one-on-one because it's like a really deep dive into the experience someone's having as an individual because everybody's very different oh yeah and the reason I brought that up is like a lot of the issues that people have with sales is maybe they're not confident enough or they're not yes. or they're scared or if they're brand new to the career they feel like they're inexperienced um, mm-hmm. so what advice do you have for someone that is just starting out into their career in real estate or really anything entrepreneurial um, and they feel like they're inexperienced or too young, like they're just out of college, what, ex- yeah. what would you say to them to help them better themselves to get to be a professional? Right. Well, odds are if they're going into a new chapter of their life, a new career or something new, becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a real estate agent, they're seeking something or some type of experience for a certain reason. And my biggest piece of advice is understand yourself and what you're doing, your intention behind what you're doing. 
And the more you get to understand yourself, the more you're going to be able to pave that path for you because everybody's journey is going to be very individualistic. You can be whatever type of real estate agent you want, right? You could be the one that meets all your clients at the club. You can be the one that meets all of your clients at the yoga retreat. It really doesn't matter, right? But be whoever you want to be, but understand who it is you want to be and pave that way with that. I'm really being genuine and authentic is very important in this business because that's what's going to attract your ideal client. And that's what's going to make you happy. The whole point of working in a career is being able to express yourself genuinely and just feel free in doing so. Yeah. Yeah. And so how long, I mean, it's so easy to tell someone um, to just live their life and stuff. And some people truly struggle with building that confidence up. Do you ever have clients that you have to work a little bit harder on or have individual customized plan for them to mm-hmm. just to gain that confidence? Cause I mean, if they, it probably starts with something in their childhood, why they don't have the confidence or why right. they don't have that special um, ability to sell or better themselves in their career. Um, mm-hmm. Do you do it? Do you go back to see where it started from to, cause I feel like that's, mm-hmm the only way to get rid of it, right? Exactly. That's the nature of my business. It is removing the blocks that are in between you and the goal that you want to reach. There's blocks in between there. Otherwise, you know, you'd be at your goal, right? You wouldn't need anybody. You wouldn't need anything. So there's something there and the block is usually caused from past experiences. So we totally go back to the root. You know, that's all you discover, you understand and you remove or you manage the block. And discovering the block is the first, first thing. And a light bulb goes off and they're like, oh, shoot, wait, it all connects. And they connect the dots. And they're like, wow, I had a client the, just sign up with me the other day. He's like, I want to focus on confidence. And that's all I want to focus on. I'm like, okay, these next three months are going to be about confidence. But discovering the block and then understanding it, which is like where it came from, how it came to be, and why you're still kind of repeating this pattern and why it's no longer serving you. And then you move on to managing it and removing it. It's easy to say you can remove it, but it's all like things re-arise, of course, things re-trigger and things like that. So it's important to have managing practices in place. I'm big on meditation, but everybody, everybody likes different practices. Some people like to sit in meditation and calm down like that, or they like to put on a guided meditation and go for a walk. Everything looks different for everybody. And that's why I say it's so individualized because I want to know what you like and what you don't like and what's going to work for you. Cause I don't want to force you to sit in meditation and it's never working for you. Right. Oh yeah. So it's a big, it's a big self-understanding self-guiding me supporting along the lines of you removing those blocks and being able to succeed because you can bulldoze through and you can, be able to execute on certain things right but it's going to arise in different areas so might as well manage the block now so you can move through with a little more ease yeah do you ever have i mean i know a lot of designers or real estate agents that have been in the business for a long time and they have developed their own opinions on certain things so if they walk into a house and maybe it's a split entry they for obviously they just have a block there and they don't want to show their customer that because they don't like split entry homes. Do you have issues like that, that they have to get rid of so they could be more open-minded for their client? Um, I mean, in design, I see a lot of people that are really just designing for themselves 
and letting their opinions and their beliefs um, kind of make a build a wall to not allow to be able to be there for their client and actually customize the design for their client. Um, do you ever see that in either case? What you're asking me is whether or not the real estate agent almost closes off opportunities due to lack of their own personal knowledge or lack of their own personal perspective. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You see that often. And of course that's doing your client a disservice, but that's going to really, that's a you problem that really narrows you and your ability to serve your client. And so in that case, your client's either going to, you know, learn from their mistakes of not choosing the right agent or they're going to leave you and move on to another agent because you're living in a very small world in that case. Um, do I see that? I have seen it. I've definitely seen smaller thinking and, and almost in a lot of cases, like self-sabotage, like you're self-sabotaging because oh, yeah. you're afraid to kind of expand yourself because what a lot of people are afraid of, and they say this a lot, you know, they feel not confident because they lack knowledge but you have to try and you have to expand and you have to grow. You can't sit in that comfortable place of all, you know, mm -hmm. uh, forever. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Oh yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Do you ever see people yeah. that you think need help, but they are, they just don't even reach out to you. They don't want the help or they just don't see anything wrong with their practice at all. Like, do you ever yeah. get referrals from like maybe family members or other colleagues or coworkers? Mm -hmm. Oh, all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You get it a lot. I mean, this industry, if you've worked with other real estate agents or entrepreneurs, it's an I know everything type of business. And you get into it because you want to do it alone, right? Like, no, I can do this. I have something to prove. But that's that's the block, right? I'm doing it for validation. I'm, I'm just bulldozing through. I'm only seeing it one way and I'm not able to see anything else in between. There's so many life lessons. There's so much to enjoy in between. But people really just focus on that, like, I have something to prove type of thing. And they're like, everybody get out of my way. I don't need any help. But those are the people that are not enjoying the business as much oh, yeah. as they could be. You know, the focus is on the money. This business and all of this is so much more than money. It's creativity. It's expression. You know, what you talk about with design, it's, it's being able to connect with other people. Yeah. There's just so much more. And it's sad to see, but you know, that's not my client yet at least until they're ready to open their mind to it. Yeah. So um, when it comes to um, your clients, what are major blocks that maybe a viewer listening right now um, doesn't know they have, but some blocks that you see a lot of, of your clients having very common um, theme in real estate or really anything in entrepreneurial yeah, this is a good one. Uh, okay. My main blocks that I see are in the area of people pleasing. Oh, Stage okay. five people pleaser. I'm a recovering people pleaser. I'm an active perfectionist, still trying to recover from perfectionism. That's another one, perfectionism. Uh, and a lot in the area of self-worth, which kind of, you know, there's subcategories to all of that, but it's like imposter syndrome, that lack of confidence and that self-sabotage. All of these things you see a lot of in real estate, big time. The people pleasing and perfectionism is huge. Yeah. So, for what is your best um, advice for people to get um, rid of both of those? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably complicated. It, it it goes deep. Yeah. The first step is really, you know, you have to accept the fact that 
it's present in your life. You know, if you, if you can't see it, the same thing as like, you know, if your car engine has something wrong with it, if you don't know what's wrong in the engine, you can't fix it. Yeah. Right. So it's the same thing. You have to be willing to reflect on yourself and take it, take a really good look at yourself instead of, you know, just aiming towards the finish line at all times. You know, that's survival mode. People are on Mm -hmm. survival mode, surviving in every way that it is that looks like for them. And it's time to take a, a step back and reflect, take a good look at yourself, ask some people, you know, Hey, truly, can you tell me a little, like what you see and where, what areas I can work on it and be open to feedback, open mm-hmm. yourself up. So first step is reflection, honestly, because that's what brings people to this new type of mindset where they're actually open to getting support, having some guidance. It's okay. Yeah. You know, it doesn't make you weak to feel your feelings and to be vulnerable. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. That's something I feel like a lot of people struggle with, not just not in the real estate and design world. It's just in general. Right, right. It's huge. I mean, oh, yeah, go ahead. The past two years, obviously, or three years now with COVID, Mm. a lot of people are working at home. Um, Real estate, you know, really hasn't changed because you're not really working from home. You're going house to house. Um, but there's some, you, you struggle with having your own personal time, um, to yourself to reflect on time to, you know, work-life balance and personal life balance type of deal. I feel like that's the stem of a lot of the time when people start hating their job or hating, um, you know, aspects of their life or get depressed. What, um, do you have to give advice for someone that wants a more personally, a personal life and work-life balance, um, Mm. but don't know where to start? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. That's a really good one. Uh, Burnout is a tough, tough thing for many people. Set boundaries with yourself first, and then you can set boundaries with others. Understand why you're overworking yourself. Why are you saying yes to everybody? Why are you working so much, right? Because it's like, at that point, you usually have enough money. And if you're not making enough money, there are other ways to do so in a more balanced manner and ask yourself also, how much money do you need to make in order to survive, right? Mm -hmm. In order to just be okay. And then you can figure it out from there, but set some boundaries with yourself. Learn to say no, because there's so much more to life. Work is awesome. I love to work, love working, but life is awesome too. And a lot of us use work as a distraction. I know I have in the past too. We overwork ourselves and we distract ourselves from really sitting with ourselves. And it's like, it's time to get that self-love back. It's time to sit with yourself and enjoy yourself and enjoy the life and everything around you because you can't take work with you. Can't take Mm -hmm. money with you. There's experiences to be had for sure. Yeah. And I think like the increase and I, I, I mean, I've fallen for this. So the increase of not being able to leave your job is because we have a phone, you know, right next to us at all times, mm-hmm. customers calling us. So how do you tell people to, do you put a limit to your phone time? Do you put yourself on do not disturb? I think people try to, if yeah. you say that to someone, they kind of cringe because they're like, well, that was a, that's a customer. I could lose that customer. So how do you go about that whole situation with technology? Yeah. Yeah. It does get more difficult because it's right in front of your face. Right. And like you, that people pleaser and you wants to pick up the phone and has to answer the email, has to answer the text at that time. And I work with the clients like a lot on this, 
a lot because they're losing, they're sacrificing their soul for others who are just kind of taking and taking and taking because they allow them to. People only do what you allow them to. So you have to, yes, set boundaries with your time with your phone. So what I do, and I've created this system where after 9 p.m., I put my phone down. I put it in the other room. I go to bed with my book or I enjoy my me time or whatever else. And I always suggest for my clients to do the same. Everybody's life is going to look different, but also I don't pick my phone up until 9am stays in the other room. I do my morning practice. I have my breakfast. I spend some more time with me because my me time is imperative. Like once you get to that point where you fall back in love with yourself, you're going to love it. You're going to really enjoy being with yourself. So enjoy that time and have that time because you only have so much to give into your work as much as you give to yourself. So practices around that, like, yeah, limitations and setting boundaries, put your phone down at a certain time and Mm -hmm. let your clients know, Hey, I'm available till 9. PM. I'll be available again tomorrow at 9. AM. And people respect you for that. We think that we need to give, 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 give in order to please people, but that's just what we've been conditioned to do. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case. People really respect you as a person when you set boundaries and you say, Hey, I answer my phone again at 9am. If it's an emergency, you know, contact this person or, you know, send me an email or something, but you'll know if there's an emergency that might come up and you might need to be on your phone. And those might be rare cases and you can leave flexibility and room for that. But for the most part, you do need to have a life too. Yeah, that that's great advice. I feel like a yeah. lot of people can learn from that in all career paths. It's not easy stuff. Oh, when it's no. in front of your face, when it's just like staring you in the face, you're just like, I could just answer this email. But remember your boundaries. Sunday's your day off. You don't answer your emails as much as you want to. Yeah. And the more you set those boundaries with yourself, you listen to yourself, you'll trust and love yourself more for that. And you'll appreciate yourself for it. Mm-hmm. and others will too yeah well when you say creating bound boundaries of technology i thought of i know in the beginning of me being a designer and i know real estate agents fall into mm-hmm. this as well you know customers kind of take advantage of your time they take advantage of wanting you to quote literally every single thing um like oh, yeah. 10 different countertops or in real estate there there's a client that just wants you to takes you to every single house in the area but you never buy. They never buy. They just keep asking for more information, but they're just mm-hmm. dragging their feet or they're just really not in the market to um, actually buy a house. They're just taking advantage of you. Um, yeah. Or they just want to hang out with you. Yeah. Exactly. Time. So, I mean, that's setting a boundary for yourself in that sense as well. Yeah. Because leave those clients for the people who are still people pleasing and need to learn how to figure that out because those aren't your clients anymore. Right. You respect your clients, your clients respect you. Who do you want to work with? You get to decide. And again, like people only treat you how you allow them to treat you. And once that sinks in, it's like, wow, okay. You know, and when you're first starting out, when you're first learning as a new agent or somebody who's just getting started, you figure those things out and you're going to learn, you know, where your time is valuable, how much, when you're giving too much, what are your thresholds? Everybody's different. Some people can work a lot more than others and not be burnt out. Some can't. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. some of your advice on social media? I mean, real estate agents, it's a mm-hmm. social media and design as well. Social media, especially like Instagram and Facebook, are a big marketing tool for themselves. Um, and you yeah. see your competition on there. 
you see what yes. they're selling, um, what they put up as contingent, all that stuff, and comparing yes. yourself to them. Um, sometimes you're comparing yourself to a designer or a real estate agent that's been in the market for 15 to 20 years, and you're at year one. So like, what advice do you have for a client in year one to year 30 when they're on social media? I freaking love this question. I love this question because I love social media. Social media is a catalyst for me to learn about myself every single day. Yeah. And a lot of what I struggle with and what am I comparing myself to others? What, what do I care about what people think? Why do I care? What population do I care about? Things like that. So it's such a great way to learn about yourself. And there's two aspects to social media. There's the toxic side of social media for sure. Mm. It's very addictive mm. and you can get stuck comparing yourself and you can get stuck caring about what people think. And then there's a really positive side of social media, self-expression, right? Yeah. Forget how it's going to be received. How would you like to express yourself? Who would you like to be? And when you focus on expressing yourself, you're just going to attract the right people right into your portal, right into your, right into your line of vision. And you've got to think about it in that way too. People come to me and they're like, I'm going to skip the social media aspect. I'm like, well, you found me on social media. Yeah. We wouldn't be working together and you wouldn't be growing in this way if you didn't find me and you didn't find me an inspiration. You have a story too. That's an inspiration too. But how can you feel comfortable to express it? You're going to have to stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Figure out who you are, what you want, who do you want to be and be it. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful thing when you allow it to happen, but it's a great way to learn about all of the things that are going on inside and all of the, you know, all the pains and the struggles that are totally normal. You know, mm -hmm. I talk about all this nonchalantly because I coach it all day. But I struggle with it too, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. social media has given us, oh, I mean, we talked about mental health in the beginning, but mental health is huge part of um, social media, like destroys your mental health. Um, if you let that happen and uh, like exactly. you back, um, when you said creating limits for yourself, you could always unfollow every single person. So you're not seeing anybody else's and you're just posting yourself, you know, right. there's multiple ways to still use the tool because it is a free marketing tool that's going to help you generate leads and more money in sales. Yeah. So. You just said it. It's free. It's a free marketing platform. Yeah. Hello. And like you could honor wherever you're at right now with social media, right? If you need to unfollow everybody, or if you need to take a five month cleanse, I took a cleanse for five months from social media, wherever you're at in your journey with it, but come back and come back to it with a new perspective of expressing yourself, because that's where you're going to find clients. That's where you're going to connect with people. That's how I essentially grew my business. Mm -hmm. you know, I have a huge YouTube. I have a large YouTube following now, and that brings in all of my traffic. If I didn't get started with that and promote it on Instagram and do all that, I wouldn't have a career. Oh, so yeah. It, there's a lot of benefits and there's a lot of learning lessons in it. It's a lot of beauty too. And people, you know, the world needs you. People forget like, no, I'll just follow everybody and they'll just be an inspiration to me. Yeah. There's going to come a point where you have to be an inspiration to others too. Oh yeah. I, I'm the same way. If I didn't have social media, I would not be where I am. I wouldn't get yeah. gotten some of the leads that I've had, um, the connections right. that I've made. So, I mean, just getting, not doing it, because of those reasons is just hard and you need to remember people are only posting the good they're not going to post the bad why would yeah. why would anybody want to right and 
don't compare yourself, take it as feedback and root them on. And, you know, I call it apple picking when you're looking around on social media, like take an apple from their tree, put it in your basket, right? That's you, but you like something that they do and apply it to yourself and bring your own style to it. Right. And that's cool. You can do that too, but like, don't try to replicate other people, be yourself and just, just apple pick. Yeah. So, so you did mention your YouTube page. Give us a little bit of um, background on what you post on YouTube and what you're using it for. Sure. So I started out just talking about my New York City like real estate journey, and it's turned into this big like mental and emotional strength building for real estate agents, right? So I talk about, um, I don't talk about as much as like the execution of a task, like take cold call, for example, I just put up a video about a cold call. I talk about the stresses and the anxiety when it comes to cold calling and like, what are the blocks in the way of you feeling good about cold calling, right? Same thing, any type of money blocks, any type of, um, you know, meeting new clients and how you can attract clients, talk about social media a lot, talk about confidence a lot. So it's all about the blocks and how to manage those blocks within the realm of real estate and entrepreneurship, really. Awesome. And then how can they find you on YouTube? What's your name on YouTube? So Lauren Plant. Okay. Lauren Plant on YouTube. And then on Instagram and other socials? On Instagram, you can follow me at at lawplant, L-A-U-P-L-A-N-T-E. And my email is lawplantcoaching, L-A-U-P-L-A-N-T-E, coaching at gmail.com. Awesome, Lauren. Well, thank you so much. So if anybody wants to talk to you about mindset for their coach, they could just email you or reach out to you on social media. Yeah. Follow me on social media. Check out some of my videos, email me, however you'd like to contact me. Any one of those platforms is fine by me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for um, coming on. I I really liked how I'm, I'm always talking about interior design and real estate as the actual business. And we're not being able to talk about the mindset part of it. Um, really the, if you don't have your mindset correctly, you're not being able to deliver all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I loved recording this episode. Yeah. And it's so much fun, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks again. Thanks for having me too, Eric. Thank you. So-